I've got. I think I've got chicken in my eye. How do you get chicken in your eye? I don't know. I just ate a whole chicken, and I think I had some on my hands. Anyway. Welcome to our Wednesdays. We went black. I'm Sophie K here with Alex and Yasmin. Hey, sexy bitches. What's up? This week, we are going back over all of the news of the month, the things that have been happening in our scene. We're going to be discussing things that are happening on social, the latest releases, and I'll kick us off with the news. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like you need a who wants to be a millionaire little. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. No, what, that's countdown, you oh. donut. Wait, no, what? No, it's not. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> right. News, news, news. So there was a lot of stories out there, but news is proper dry as fuck at the moment because all anyone's doing is releasing music and no one's playing gigs and nothing is happening really mm. in the world of rock. But nope. I thought I would start with some news about Paramore. Um, so Paramore's Riot is now certified three times platinum in the US. That's the equivalent <gasps> mm-hmm. of three million yes. sales, which is huge. And the news comes shortly after their latest album. Their last, their latest album, After Laughter, was certified gold, making <sighs> all of the band's albums now officially certified in some way. Wow. Riot wow. also has a few tracks that are certified in their own right as well. Um, Misery Business is currently four times platinum. Hayley Williams stays winning. She stays winning. It's what she deserves. Do you know what? I felt like, I feel like Paramore rode, I feel like there's certain bands, Paramore, Bring Me Horizon, to name a couple, who rode the wave of rock being so uncool for a while and so hated by mainstream media and they kind of managed to duck and weave and still be you know we're quite mainstream still and now that it's coming yeah. back in fashion they're like pass me my crown yes pass me the microphone i'm ready i am um, i love that this whole like the one thing i really love about seeing bands like Paramore succeed is our scene has been it, it's been through a lot right it's it's got it war stories mm-hmm. it's got some war stories so it's great to see bands like bring me the horizon Paramore all time low as well getting on yeah. like it, was it Jimmy Kimmel or Ellen something Jimmy both, Kimmel, wasn't it? both was it both, it was both. yeah both. it's so great to see our scene having like financial stability and actual success finally finally <laughs> how long has it taken we're getting paid real money guys <laughs> i so know nice. i feel like a, a win for them is a win for all of us it is yeah it really is and then as well architects you know charting holding absence's new album charted like our scene's actually thriving i'm quite proud well, of us that takes me on to the next news here story. we go dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. which is um the official top 40 best-selling vinyl albums of 2021 has been published so far. <gasps> and Bring Me the Horizon Architects, Yumi at Six, have some of the best-selling vinyls of all time. So yes, the number yes. one best-selling vinyl, I was surprised by this, was Lana Del Rey. I didn't realise she was that really? big. No, I didn't realise she was still current. I know why. <laughs> she was like 2014 Tumblr 
that bitch had us all in a chokehold. Like I was 13, wanting to smoke a Marlboro cigarette and dump the boyfriend I never had. Lana Del Rey had us. Yeah, she told 14 year olds to smoke Marlboros. Like, yeah. Do you you people have lungs now or just raisins? We're all gonna die. Love is dead. I'm so (laughs) broken and tragic. Look at my sad poems. And 14 year old me would put black and white filters on my photos and put so she's a gen z she's always been a gen z at heart yeah no, no she's she's a millennial she's millennial she as fuck no she's millennial as fuck but if if yasmin's now smoking freaking marlboros when they were 14 <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so glad smoking is no longer a thing that that the kids do these days because when i was young like <laughs> you you had to smoke to be cool yeah and like really wkd <laughs> in a fag man oh my god yes so you'd have alka pops <laughs> that were specifically targeted at you so you'd have your alka pops and cigarettes and then i feel like towards the end of millennials they went through some phase where it was like you just dip a tampon in vodka and, and shove it up your ass um so <laughs> no you had to suck smell. it you sucked oh, you it s- really yeah and if you um put it what? in like the, the cocktail and let it explode and the boys thought it was funny and then you just suck a tampon full of alcohol oh no. see when i was coming Ugh. into on a teens, roundabout that's disgusting that. what yeah what? Why? 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 It was cool. That's what you've done in the park. When it's a rite of passage in Essex. Got a sucker tampon that explodes. WKD, um, a Lonsdale tracksuit and sucking a tampon. <laughs> and WKD, childhood. for anyone who doesn't know, listening in America, I don't think they have that there. It's, it's like, Smirnoff Ice. It's yeah, the equivalent of Smirnoff Ice. Ice. Yeah. But it's bright blue. Like, it's so yeah. full of E numbers. It's unreal. It's so targeted at kids. It's unbelievable. Um, mm. I used to use that as a mixer for my vodka. <laughs> It's a vodka mix. <laughs> it no, is like Americans, a vodka drink. Americans don't do that though. They drink Smirnoff and Ice and get drunk from that because White Claw has the same percentage as like WK Because British people are pissheads. And by Ooh, the way, if you're baby. also listening into America in America, piss doesn't just mean angry. It doesn't mean when you're pissed here in the UK, you are drunk or angry. You can be yeah. in a multitude Ooh. of things. But Ooh, no, that's uh, weird, WKD. Though. You had to smoke when I was young. You had to smoke. And so that's wow. why a lot of a lot of millennials look like leather bags. That's so Luckily, weird to me. My melanin so, protected me. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't wrap my head around that because when I was fourteen, it was you had to have a tumbler, you had to have like black and white photos, you did have to like take pictures with Marlboro cigarettes, but you didn't really smoke them. But then everyone went on to vaping. Like that yeah, was vaping. a thing when I was in my teens. Vaping. I've never bro. done that until like a few years ago. That was never really a thing. Fucking vapists, man. That that's so. Why would you? Those I don't trust that shit. And like, who who? It's bad. It's bad. And the worst thing is, like, it's cotton candy flavor and things like that. One hundred percent targeted at kids. But anyway, um, so looking at uh, records. So at number two was Foo Fighters of Medicine at Midnight. You'd expect that. Number yeah. six, Fleetwood Mac were back in the charts. Yeah. You had loads of indie bands like doing their indie thing. Um, Queen, of course, Queen. Yeah. Bring Me the Horizon came in at 15. At 16 was Stephen Wilson, uh, if you'd like a bit of prog. Uh, Nirvana at 17. Yes. Architects at 22. Yes. Go on. Just below Harry Styles and Pale Waves. Wow. Pale Waves. Architects outsold Harry Styles. No, no, no. Just below. Just below. Uh, um, sorry. Architects were just below those two. Um, but Architects did outsell Taylor Swift. Yes. Come on. That's huge. Um, what? They also outsold um yumi at six who are at 35 and guns of roses who are at 39 wow that's awesome go wow. out singles wise we didn't really show up in singles i don't think we're into that 
stuff. Harry Styles was like number one in singles. Mm. Um, Hayley Williams was in there with Simmer. But um, when it comes to cassette tapes, the number one again was Lana Del Rey. I don't know mm-hmm. what the wow. fuck. Um, she, I'm telling you, she had prices, 14 year olds in a chokehold. She told I know, me was... that I was damaged and depressed at 14. And I was like, you know what, Lana? You're right. To sell cassettes, that's like something, isn't it? That's I real. Like, that was our hard. finals though. Because millennials, like younger millennials, especially were like, yeah, it's finals. But Gen Z's were like, whoa, cassettes, bro. They're fucking sick. Look how indie I am with my cassette. I have a cassette. Gen Z's are fucking weird. You have a cassette what player or a cassette? I don't have a cassette player, no. I don't I have a cassette. I don't have a cassette player. What so you buy it as like a collectible, like a Pokemon (laughs) card, just to be fashionable. What cassette have you got? Um I've got Lana Del Rey. I've got a 90, I think it's a 1975 cassette, a Pierce the Veil one, and then a small like indie band that I had from years ago. Um, you wouldn't even know what to do if the if the reel from the, the cassette got caught in the thing. <laughs> you got you to screw it back, right? Screw like, it. it. With what? I, Go on. I don't know. <laughs> See, a this pencil? is all. Oh, you've just uh, learned that off memes yeah. on the internet. No! You just learned that off memes on that the internet. That was definitely a meme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, so also in the cassette tapes, you had Youngblood, Bring the Horizon, Pale Waves. Youngblood? Uni at six. Yeah, Youngblood was number two. Wow. Wow, that's mm. good though that he's bringing that back for young Gen Zs. Because like, I mean, I would buy a cassette tape, but wow, I don't get cassette tapes coming back. I'm gonna be completely honest. With no, you. I don't. Vinyl, understand. I get. Vinyl, yeah. I get. It's got a lovely sound. It's got um, and I like that crackly. That probably means I've got shit vinyl, but I like that crackly sound. But yeah. cassette tapes are, I. It's really hard to skip tracks. They get tangled in the whole playing system. I don't feel like this is going to be a revival that lasts. Like you might no. as well bring They just back... look cool. They just they look don't. Cool. But it's just get a tattoo of a cassette. The last cassette I had was like Mickey Mouse Club when I was like <laughs> four and a half. Like, I just is never... mini discs a thing now as well? Wait, a what? Oh great. Okay. <laughs> um, no, what is it? You said a disc. I have seen a mini disc. A mini disc. What's a mini disc? Uh, so the next <laughs> story. I'm serious. What the fuck is a mini disc? I'll send you a So, picture. like, have you seen a floppy disc? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow, no, really? No. So, like, I know I've got CDs. Is that no, what it's not about? a CD. It's nothing to do with a CD. It's like, it's like, it's kind of like a cassette tape. Oh, those little square But things. a smaller one that you could put in like a, a smaller player. I didn't know that. And my dad's an engineer. <gasps> they were a lot more they were a lot more compact than mini discs and they were apparently better sound quality, but I was from a poor family so I never had one. I don't remember whole I don't, I don't remember them. I do not I remember. I don't think you I think you'd be too young to remember them, Yasmin. Yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so the next news story and the last one that I have for you. So there is, um, for everyone, because we get a lot of listeners from across the world, which I want to say a massive thank you. We have, we've even got listeners in Uganda. Oh, Whoa. go on. I know, right? And I'm I'm um, half Ugandan, so I'd love to see it. We've got listeners in Kenya. We've got listeners in Ghana. We've got listeners across Asia. We've got listeners across Russia. loads of listeners in India. Russia. Mm, India. Loads in India. Yeah. We're absolutely killing it. Um, Australia aren't showing up as hard as I thought Australia would. Um, Poses. And America, we need... need We've got a lot of Americans listening, so that's why I'm trying to explain everything. So, soap operas, we all know what a soap opera is. 
in the UK, we have one called Coronation Street, which is basically about a family who, or families who live in the north of England, um, working class families. Um, and they're going to do a storyline on Coronation Street, which will see goth characters, two goth characters being attacked in an upcoming <gasps> yeah! hate crime storyline. Yeah. Um, this will probably be out by the time you listen to this um, podcast. So what they're going to do, the um, they said they're going to use the platform to continue raising awareness of Sophie's case. And we'll talk about that in a second, mm-hmm. which happened here in the UK. Um, and they want to raise awareness to the police and the judiciary to make sure that hate crime against alternative people is recognized and treated with the degree of severity that it deserves. So if you don't know who Sophie is, Sophie Lancaster in the early hours of Saturday, August the 11th, 2007, Sophie Lancaster and her boyfriend, Robert Maltby, they were walking home in a place in Lancashire in the UK when Robert was set upon by, it was like an unprovoked attack by a large group of teenagers. And Sophie saw the attack. She saw that he was like lifeless. She went to his aid. She was cradling his head to try and protect his head. And they started to attack her. And both of them were repeatedly kicked in the head, left bleeding and unconscious. While Robert came out of his coma, Sophie never did. So she passed away on August 24th of 2007. And she was just 20 years old. And so it's but it's worth mentioning, it's believed that they were attacked because they're both dressed alternative and they're both dressed mm. gothic. And I think mm. whilst it's very mainstream now, you know, like because of alternative TikTok, it seems like a completely normal thing. But back then in the early 2000s, dressing alternative in the UK was a big thing like if you listen to rocker music you were a musher you were a grebo everyone thought you were a satanic weirdo you used to get like spat and stuff yeah you well, they had spat. it in america as well you look at the west memphis three and i think that was in the 80s they were into metallica and they were literally children convicted of a crime just because they listened to devil worshipping music so to speak yeah yeah exactly it's it's really weird looking back now because you know obviously it's so normalized like I can walk out and dress however the hell I want and it's totally normal that I have bright red hair but if I'd have done it like 10 20 years ago people would shout things at you on the street and say that you were this stupid goth and um it still happens in Glasgow I remember recently and um this is very loosely that I'm saying this I could be wrong but there have been reports of recent acid attack threats in Glasgow against gothic and alternative people so it's definitely still a thing there's a lot of tension in the UK towards goth people and generally alternative people um which is just so strange like it's just it's just clothes who the fuck cares do you know what I read a really interesting article and it was in the Guardian I believe it was published in like um it was published in either 2017 or 2020 i can't remember the exact year but it was with her boyfriend Mm. and he was saying that yeah and it's like one of the first he only did one newspaper interview and one television um interview he's been Mm. can you imagine that like mentally awful dealing with that yeah and as well like i think from what i got from the article he seems to have a lot of um anger at what the kind of the way people are taking her death and focusing, he says it's like a, a form of victim blaming, focusing on the fact that she was killed and they were beaten up for being goth, whereas actually people should focus on why the teenage boys did it in the first place mm. and why yeah. they were beating people up in the first place yeah. instead of focusing on she was beaten up because she was a goth. Yeah. Um, 
And I'd never thought about it like that before, and it really blew my mind. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, her story lives on, like, even to this day, so many people who get into alternative culture, like, you hear about her story, and it, I'm surprised that a lot of Americans don't know about it. Like, she's gone viral on TikTok a few times for people telling her story, and Americans don't know that, like, there's a whole foundation. So the Sophie it's Lancaster, a charity, isn't there? Yeah, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. I think it's Sophie's mum, Sylvia, yeah, is, uh, is working with coronation street at the moment to get that storyline and i guess it i guess i can see right now why they're doing it because alternative culture is starting to come back and people are starting to go out and dress like e-girls and e-boys and e-kids um so there's a whole new generation of kids who are who are going through that who are like being harassed on the street because they want to dress how they want and it's it's really sad like alternative culture Mm. is a place where you can express yourself and you know get to be we know that we're like we're all traumatized (laughs) we're all broken souls and we come to alternative culture to express that um so it's really sad that people get penalized for that i think as well it happens a lot in areas where there's a lot of poverty Mm. and people are bored and aggressive and angry it's something to do in it that's it it's just something a way to let your anger out is to Mm. shout at someone that looks different to you Oh, when I went to uni, God, it was an absolute nightmare because um, the local teenagers used to do this thing called um, um, uni bashing. And oh. so it doesn't matter whether you were, like, what gender you were, this group of kids would, and I say kids, they were like 17, they'd find um, students and they were so angry that these students who were, in their eyes, born with a silver spoon in their mouth, they were so angry at them that they would beat them to smithereens just leave them laying in a pool of their own blood on the floor so like when you were a student you couldn't go out at night which Mm. in the uk in winter is like 4 4 30 in the in the evening yeah in the afternoon i mean that's a whole conversation about how like you know communities have been let down by the government and how youth centers and stuff like that and initiatives don't support young people and that's Mm. just i can sit here all day and talk about that but thinking about when that happened it was 2007 2008 when she died right 2007. 2007, yeah. 2007. I remember, like, a year or so later, it was the Daily Mail who wrote that article. I don't know if you remember. The sinister cult of emo while no child is safe. And it's the most (laughs) stupidest article I've ever fucking read. But for people who are listening to this who didn't know about this, if you ever want to understand the tone of um, how, like, general society saw alternative community at that time read that article by the daily mail i would never suggest you read the daily mail article but if you're going to read one read that one because hmm. it, vill- it villainizes bands like my chemical romance blink 182 good charlotte because this the story is this young girl killed herself and they blame it on her interest in emo but just because she was into emo music doesn't mean that it was telling her to kill herself just like when you're into metal music it's not telling you to burn somebody's house down or go and kill somebody but some people do that um <laughs> it's just but yeah, that article, that article was the pinnacle of how people saw alternative people at that time. I think it's mm. fucking crazy to read it now and think, what the fuck was people thinking 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I kind of miss that, though. And I know there was a danger, because like, I miss the danger of being alternative a little bit. I know bit. what you mean. It was like a purpose. It was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to hiss at graves and dress like this. And it's just, <laughs> people are going to be scared of me. And that's just who I am. And I quite like it because I'm like this rebellious teenager. I, I remember, that. yeah, I remember standing in um, in a queue once, probably around 2009, and I remember standing in a queue and someone was going, oh, gross, I can't believe, I mean, I can handle guys that dress like that, but not women, it's gross. <laughs> and I remember like hearing it and thinking, 
yeah fuck you and i remember like old people crossing the street which i kind of upset me a little bit but people were scared yeah. of me a little bit yeah and now it's like i feel like fashionistas are like oh look at you i tell you what prada did such a better job of the studded shoe look i mean blah 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 I, stella mccartney's studded bags are so much more 2000 and and it's like no <laughs> fucker no piss off piss this isn't oh my God, a I love high your fashion hair. you wouldn't 10 years ago mate like fuck off yeah. God. yeah i get a lot of old ladies now who stop me and go oh my god i love your hair i love your yeah. look. <laughs> i think is it is it double-edged sword in it because like the whole point of dressing like this was to you know you know oh get we're Piss not people like, off yeah to to not be like the norm but i guess it's nice now that people like i don't have to worry about getting a job while having tattoos anymore and having bright mm. colored hair because that's what people want whereas 10 years ago you were fucked you were fucked if you wanted a job with tattoos you got a little heart on your fucking wrist get out of yeah, this establishment still, now it was still an yeah. issue it's this i just now i'm like what is the way that you reject society in the same way like me getting tattoos especially like the horror artwork that i got was me going fuck you to society you don't accept me guess what i don't fucking accept you and i don't want to be part of what you've got to offer that's like that's what getting tattoos was about for me and now it's like oh every tom dick and harry fucking you go on asos and they're covered in tattoos. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is not mainstream culture. The top culture. models are covered in it. Yeah. 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 Like, what? Anyway, so I don't know what the thing is now to rebel against society in that same way. Do you know what? I think it's like your political view. Like, and maybe yeah, that's this is true. Gen Z talking, but I've, I think this is why rhyme and rap are doing so well. Because I've said this before in the podcast, but... um. You look at the way that like punk had such an impact on people in the 80s with its message, but now it's really hard to relate to like old white dudes going, fuck the system. It's like, well, you're part yeah. of the system, mate. So let's... And cause no, I like, so... I like that. I it feel like there on. is nothing better on this planet than like a diehard white ally. Like, I just love a diehard, oh, yeah. white, cis, straight guy ally. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Green Day. For example, I know Billy Joe's um, bisexual, but um, but I love the fact that Green Day said what they said and did what they did. I love the fact yeah. when you see it when you see um, All Time Low, and you see the guys tweeting about how much they hated Trump and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, oh, I love it, and yeah, because yes. that's like more powerful in many ways, and it just it feels just as powerful. Um, oh yeah. Same with Sam Carter, like all about oh, Sam Carter. Oh, Shout King! Out. Oh, amazing! Every tweet there was like sea spiracy stuff, and then there was yeah. like other stuff. Everything he's so on it. It just gives me serotonin. Sam Carter I gives will... me serotonin. That is the tweet. I will say I wasn't like cis white people bashing, but <laughs> what I was saying is, um, I feel like punk is it's starting to change now, especially with pop punk. Like you're getting acts who speak to like what's going on in the current world but i do feel like especially in pop punk there was a bit of a time where it got a bit stagnant and it didn't really relate to my god society and what was going on anymore and now you've got people like me at the altar and noah coming in and being like yeah fuck racism fuck transphobia hell fucking yeah and spreading a message that hasn't really been spread or given a perspective that's never really been given in pop punk before and that's what's exciting and fun i'm hoping it'll be like a pendulum and that we were swung all the way one way and now we're swinging all the way the other way and then there'll be a middle ground where everyone kind of 
works together more mm. so. I just want us all to hold hands and not be total dickheads to each other, really. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we need to do, just all together now. Like, come on, let's not be dickheads. And give and that's why I miss the old school, because the yeah. whole the whole concept of the old school rock and metal is you hate everyone except each other. Isn't you? Yeah. yeah that was your group. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, I want to go back to hating everyone. Same. Yeah, I don't feel like it's like that anymore. I feel like everyone's just fucking hating each other in rock and metal like everyone's beefing i miss when we just all used to hate one thing together like when we all came together as a scene to collectively hate brian stars i miss that (laughs) so much that was such a good time 10 years ago we put our energy into one thing and we really stuck to it can we go back to that because i miss it (laughs) so that's the news for this week that's me done um I also found a really funny picture of, um, I found a hilarious picture of um, tramp stamps that I hadn't really looked at before. Oh, and last week's us. episode did really well. And so the, the picture is a picture they've been using everywhere, right, on all of their articles. And it's the three of them. It's like a still of some interview that they yeah. did. Right. And oh it's my the God, three of yeah. them sitting on a sofa. But okay. what got me about it is in the background, because we didn't mention this last week, in the background of this picture is a Beastie Boys album leaning up oh. on 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 a vinyl player. Now, if anyone's seen TikTok, there was an amazing TikTok that was done, and it was of them doing Put a Finger Down Challenge, and they didn't even know My Chemical Romance songs. So you're trying to tell me that you don't know My Chemical Romance, but you do know Beastie Boys. Like, that's been placed there that's... so strategically. The way it's... <laughs> It's so stupid. And like the fact that their hair, if you've ever dyed your hair any kind of color, you know that it has one or two days of looking good. Yeah. And then after that, unless you can afford a full-time hairdresser, your color looks like shit. Or unless that you have Yasmin's hair. Yeah, and that, that their hair is just would be patchy too, as fuck. That ombre, point. that ombre is perfect. Like Madness. Me. Gross. Well, um, if you haven't listened to that one yet, do check it out. It was one of our favourite episodes, the Tramp Stamps <laughs> episode, was the last one we did. That's um, stuck in my head. It's stuck don't, in my head. I'd rather die. No, Stop it. Don't no, save it. Don't. Okay. Yeah, because they're going to sue us. I mean, if they haven't sued us already, they're going <laughs> to... I'm waiting so for that gonna, season to cease to come. You're going to come with us. You're going to come to us with um, what's happened in social moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am. Do you, Alex? Do you want to do your releases first, or do you want me to jump straight into this social you, chaos? You go for it, babes. You go for it. Architects are making their way to TikTok. Architects, what? I'm making their way to TikTok. I'm so proud of them. I'm so. And how proud are they doing them. over on TikTok? They're doing great. They're um, you'd be they're kind of one of those bands. The younger the younger kids of TikTok who have just got into alternative culture because of TikTok. They're finding architects now because they're all fans of Bring Me the Horizon. And I've started, and a lot of my audience have started to comment on my videos and be like, oh my God, who is this band? They're amazing. I've never listened to heavy music like this. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, welcome to the Let's dark audience. side. Yes, come my children. Um, but there was, a, there was a compilation, you know where it's put a finger down? Mm. It was just a compilation of Sam Carter's blechs, you know, the little, yeah. the, the vocal scream thing blech, he does where he's blech, like, blech, blech. Blech. Um, but yeah, there was a video that just had a compilation of his blechs. Uh, people were making memes out of it. Mine was uh, me going to sleep with a white noise machine, but instead it's Sam Carter doing blech over and over again. Um, but they're making their way to TikTok and I'm really proud of them. I feel like a proud parent. 
Have they actually got an account, like an actual account, or is no, it just their sounds that are being written? popping off. Like people are putting them in song challenges. People are like, it's usually metalcore best metalcore songs of the past decade. You know those videos. Mm. Um, they always make it in there. People always make memes out of Sam Carter doing the blech. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud. Imagine of if Sam Carter got on. Sam Carter, if you're listening, get on TikTok, hun. But I can't imagine yeah. him on TikTok. I can't. Imagine if he he would blow TikTok's mind if he just done the blurs. The video would go viral. Oh, my God, please. I'm begging you, Sam, if you're listening to this. Not only that, but TikTok is the perfect place to yell at bigots. And I feel like he'd do great there just telling oh, yeah. him to fuck off. Like, that's what I need. I need to open my TikTok page and Sam Carter's like, fuck you if you're a bigot. I need that in my life. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud. I, can't, I might make an architect's challenge. You should write in if you think I should make it. I don't know what I would do, though, other than the blech thing. Like, I don't know what song I would use, but I want to make an architect's challenge. Guys, will you help me make an architect's challenge on TikTok? Hmm. <laughs> when, when Yasmin said that um, they were talking to you not us because we suck at TikTok yeah. I'm still I was scared talking Sam, to you. so I don't blame you I don't blame you if you don't want to join TikTok because I'm still avoiding it it's hell <laughs> it's actual hell um, so what else has happened on TikTok there's uh, a lot of people making a joke right now because did you know speaking of Paramore Decode their song that they did for the Twilight soundtrack is not on American Spotify it's not really it's not an American Spotify, so everyone on TikTok's kicking off. And I think someone started a petition at one point saying, can we get to code on Spotify? So that's, I wonder why. That's what's happened. I don't know. I actually don't know why. But if you go... So it's on ours. Like, if you go on the album, I think it's... I can't remember what album it is. But if you go on the album that it's on, on UK Spotify, it's there. But on American Spotify, it's not. Because Spotify hates America. Oh. Isn't... Yeah. Didn't Spotify announce they're going to be doing something where they start paying artists more? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that a joke? Funny joke. I don't know. Probably made me laugh. So TikTok's popping up. Anything happening on Twitter? Um, Anyone getting cancelled? No, there's a meme right now. It's just memes. Literally, it's just memes. No one's really being cancelled at the moment, which is shocking for alternative music. Proud of us for because no one's touring and therefore not. No one's touring and not doing anything. touching anyone. <laughs> it's all at home. It's just all at home. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, come on. Band members can get themselves cancelled from home. They oh, do yeah. it True. without even trying at this point. And I'm, uh, I'm shocked that no one's been cancelled yet. Um, touch wood, it stays that way. But there's just random memes on Twitter. Twitter's always chaos at the moment. So, uh, yeah. I, no, saw, I saw Matey Boy from It's pretty tame. Matey Boy from Trapped was trying to backtrack out of something he said recently. I did notice that. He was oh. trying to, about statutory rape. He was trying to, basically, he was just oh, doing like, like a really yes. old man thing saying um, that statutory rape isn't rape if it's a, a teacher doing it to a younger guy or something like that. And then he had to backtrack what? out of it because <laughs> dickhead thing to say. Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised of all the things he backed out of, he backed out of I that. I know. Like, That's what? what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, so then it matters to you? Okay, fine. I can't remember what I tweeted him about as well. Like, I did tweet Trapped at one point when did I was Did you driving. get involved? <laughs> yeah, can I, can oh. I, why did you get involved with Trapped? Because <laughs> I was like, right, let me get them in some more trouble. I'm feeling I'm feeling like starting some fights because I just don't like them. So I was like, right, let me... I never do this, but it was because they were being dickheads that I was like, I wonder what they think. I think it was gay rights. I asked them if they support gay rights. Hold on. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, we'll no. Do, we'll leave that, that one for another oh, episode. Oh, they got suspended, that's why. They oh, wow, suspended. really? Oh, 
it was about abortion. I asked them if they support abortion and I, th- I think they just gave a really like nonchalant, like women can do whatever answer. It was like, what the fuck? You support abortion? Uh, you support pro-choice? What the fuck? Like it shocked me that Trapped were kind of okay with that. Um, but yeah, that and I, oh, fun story time. I once had a conversation with Darby Vanity. Isn't it Davy? It's Darby. <laughs> we're this not doing this again we're not again, doing i'm sorry we're not doing this again it's do you know the amount of people who fucking wrote in to be like yes yasmin um it's actually a wall and it stands Good. for this somebody Good. i won't expose them but somebody from that record label messaged us to, no. tell, to tell me what it stands for so to that person i appreciate you i hope i don't get them in trouble i don't think i will but um that's yeah. very funny that's hilarious but no it's Darvi Vanity, and I, I once had a conversation with him, which is uh, something, if anybody wants me to make a little story time on it for the podcast, I will, because it's uh, a whole thing. Wait, I forgot the point of this story now. What, why are you bringing him up? Oh, because I had an interaction with Trapped, and they're both terrible people. If you don't know who Darvi Vanity is, um, that's a whole podcast episode. <laughs> Sorry if you keep hearing noises as well of growling or um, sounding like a zip because my dog can't actually growl because he's a chihuahua, so he sounds... Is he purring? Can you hear him? He sounds like a gerbil. Bring him to the he's... mic. He's just heard things outside and he's pissed off about it. Go on, Wilson. How... Set the world to right. Oh, there we go. I got it. How <laughs> dare things... <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, you heard that. That'll be picked up. How dare things exist in the world when he doesn't approve of it um and thank you to everyone who saw our pictures all right, give all it right up, for those that wish to exist as long as wilson says that it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you to everyone who um asked for pictures of wilson who's my little tiny chihuahua yes you are wilson <laughs> my little tiny chihuahua who thinks he's a rottweiler right now you tell him babe Okay, well, thank you for the update on social. Welcome. Alex, you are going to bring us your favourite choice listens for the month that we have to add to our playlist yeah. and make sure we're checking out. Yeah. Music connoisseur. Oh, stop it, I'm blushing. Um, there's two main albums, two main albums that okay. I've loved, loved. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Holding Absence. Oh. Holding Absence. You did mention it before, the greatest mistake of my life, out on 16th of April, and oh my god. Have Holding Absence oh my bro- god. broken out in America, like, or are they just a UK band? I think they're slowly edging their way in, because I think there was a few tweets right. about it, but that leads on nicely to my next point. So Rory Rodriguez from Dayseeker, ah! sorry I love Dayseeker, um, tweeted Holding Absence, and said, I had a dream last night that I joined Holding Absence on stage for a song at Chain Reaction. I saw we sh- that. <laughs> we should probably make this a real life thing, huh? Please collab. Like, imagine like, Lucas and Rory's vocals together. Like, I would actually, like, give birth without being impregnated. Like, imagine <sighs> that. Fuck. I would kill Fire. a man in cold blood. I would kill like, a man in cold blood. Can you just imagine that together? Like, everyone needs to see that and i find oh. like the album is so wholesome as well like on one of the tracks his sister does vocals it's his sister I know. I know and i just think you know what what is not to love about that like what why would you not it just makes me feel warm didn't they chart as well yes so there was a thing about them oh, charting yeah. but then didn't the vinyl something happened to the vinyl sales or something like that and then yeah so what, what happened is they 
they would have chartered, but because of Brexit, they couldn't get the vinyls into the country in time, which meant they weren't delivered to people who ordered them, which meant they didn't count towards that week's chart purchases. Wow. So they got held back from charting, which sucks for them. But otherwise, they would have done very, very well. I mean, I think they've smashed it anyway. I think this album is going to, like, bring them so many, so many opportunities. I know. I think it's going to be amazing. But I, I love that. The next one is obviously the While She Sleeps album, Sleep Society. <sighs> I, with this album, I love it. It's, like, exactly what I expected. But with the Holding Absence one, it kind of gave me a bit more. It was, like, what I expected and more. But this one, I love it. I just love, like, the industrial sound of While She mm. Sleeps. It just gives me the whole... Oh, and what I did really love as well was they done it independently, like they distributed independently mm. to help get their like the people that helped them on tour back into jobs again, give them money, blah blah blah. Um, but when they done that, that means that they couldn't chart either. But if they did, the sales from While She Sleeps, they would have gone to number four in the album charts, which wow. for a, a rock band is wow. because they're DIY at the heart. Yeah. I think they don't care about sales. They don't, they couldn't give a shit. They are authentic as fuck, and they just want to make good music. And that's why I respect bands like Sleeps because they've always been like that. Like since the yeah. beginning, they've just been like, we don't give a fuck. We're gonna speak our piece, and if you want to listen, you want to listen. If not, get fucked. And I um the thing they've launched is a fan i think it's a fan-based service it's called sleep, sleep society, society where yeah. you can pay and um i spoke to Loz about this in an interview it's really great you can um you can pay for like different tiers and you get to learn like how to play songs you get to do video chats and stuff like that you get lots of lots of stuff for what you pay for so if you're an actual fan of that band you're getting a shitload of content from them and it's going towards putting their crew back in business which i think is really great yeah that's what i've done with and the album I know they're doing a podcast as well. Loz is doing a podcast about because he had a lot of um, vocal issues. Mm. He's had like four throat surgeries, hasn't he? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's a the documentary. The While She Sleeps documentary is really, really good. Wow. I recommend it. Yeah, it's really good. As well, Simon Neal is on that album, and yeah. he was on the um, he was on the Architects album as well. He's, he's so Simon Neal is the singer from Biffy Clyro. Biff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but here's the thing that I, I my boyfriend told me the other day that I did not know. Biffy Clyro are not a big band at all in the world. Really? They're massive in the UK. They're like the equivalent. So in America, if, you know the way Shinedown are just huge. They headline festivals. Here yeah. in the UK, they're not very big. No. Um, and so Biffy Clyro are like a Shinedown that the other wow. way around. Wow. Do you know who's like that as well? We Came As Romans. We Came As Romans seem to be so big in America. And I remember when they were at their height, right? They came to the UK and they played one of the smallest venues and there was like three rows of people there. I know because I've got a set list. Um, but I think it's insane that, ha- like, the same with Don Broco. A lot of people don't know Don Broco in America, but they do arena tours here, which is fucking wild. I feel like Don Broco started going into slowly into the American audience because they were quite close with like Dance Gavin Dance and when Tyler Carter was not cancelled they done the action song all together didn't they which done quite well with Caitlin Stormer and they also did um, the video with uh, Mike Shinoda as well mm. they did a song like, with Caleb Shomo which is all that really matters to me but yeah they also did that thing there with Mike <laughs> speaking of Caleb Shomo that leads me perfectly into new singles <laughs> also shouts to people when I said in one of the other news episodes I was like people need to jump on the Beartooth hype like I slept on them for so long I've had so many messages like oh I actually checked out Beartooth because I heard oh, what wow. you said in the podcast and I was like 
Yes, there's people rinsing Beartooth from like the very first album up to the brand new stuff now. So thanks, guys, That's for good. trusting my... um whatever i say you take it as, as you need to do it so that's really great bullying um, works see bullying. i bullied alex yeah. and now you all know that Beartooth is quite possibly the best band alive anyway go on alex thank you so much um so yeah <laughs> they had a new single out on the 23rd very very heavy very heavy what that's the thing with Beartooth. i found it's either quite melodic or just hell pit death mm. scream do you know what? I'm going to say something. I'm not going to compare them to other bands. but on, Sophie. Um, choose your words carefully. I know, <laughs> I know, luck, I know. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I was going to say is this is where it shows Caleb's experience because Caleb writes the music for Beartooth mm. and he's got a very strong understanding that unless you have three strong radio singles your album yeah. ain't worth shit mm-hmm. whereas a lot of bands especially the heavier bands don't write radio singles and that is where they fall down they haven't got those sing-along anthemic yeah. songs that just hit hard and there's bands yeah. we've mentioned today already that do very well but don't do don't radio, do radio. singles um, yeah. and that's why Beartooth I feel will just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because they understand that um, and that's where you see the growth of even bands like Parkway Drive and yeah. Avenged Sevenfold, bands like that who have just gone up and up because they understood that game. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my friend who's in a band about this the other day actually and he was sending me across his music and I was like, this wouldn't get played on the radio. Like, it's too. I love it, I think it's fucking amazing but there is that art of, okay, this is going to get played on the radio but in my album there's going to be these really, really heavy songs that like the diehard fans are absolutely going to love mm. and this is what we want to go for. And I was trying to have that conversation and it was really difficult for me because I didn't want to sound like an absolute cow but I was like, you need to be writing songs that are, I don't want to say listenable, that's the wrong word, but... Radio friendly. Radio, like, yeah, are radio digestible friendly. Digestible to wider yeah, audiences. Yeah, digestible to people that aren't 100% into metal or alternative music mm. that can it can be listened to. Um, but yeah, the song... It's called Hell of It, and it's really, really good. It's so good, because Caleb Shomo could just do it all. Do you know what, as well? It's it's interesting oh, when you go. Leave me, me alone. Right, let me have my five-minute Let's minute talk about his wife, his dog, his oh, like, yeah. eye colour, how many hairs he's got on his arms. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to talk about his personal life this week. I'm going to talk about how he's had such a long career in music, more than people realise. Because... Can I nap? Because, Sophie, can you shout no! in my ear? No! Oh, my God. Wilson, should we go for a walk? Yeah. No! Listen! I might run a marathon. I'll go never on. be disappointed in Caleb Shomo because when all these bands I never would have guessed that yeah really no. I thought you weren't but a fan you know Jasmine. shut the fuck up okay <laughs> I'll never be disappointed by Caleb Shomo because Caleb Shomo got into this scene when he was 15 Caleb Shomo me oh my god Caleb Shomo oh, that's what you sound like right now <laughs> yeah that's fine that's fine you know what I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit in the corner and listen to Bear Tooth no one has to get, just leave me alone okay leave me the fuck alone okay alright which other singles right, have you what's got your, what, what was your Alex. point Jasmine no it doesn't matter now again it doesn't matter again don't encourage I don't, him I don't, I don't care this is my section I'm done but the only other song that I thought was awesome this month was Kill It by Vakovi that came out on the 16th oh, of April yeah. and with Vakovi like I, I loved Vakovi's last album there is a new album coming out as well and it's that like they're, I think they're really good at making radio friendly songs speaking about that it's got that like electronic current feel but it's like mm. they're a rock band as well and mm. I just think that's really awesome and that understanding is impeccable so well done for Kobe because I was listening to so they're Ratified. quite an underground yeah, band yeah. here in the UK they're if you haven't heard them in America even like the production on the album everything is just everything about them and what they do I think is 
Can I add to some of your releases? Yes, oh, I want to add can. as well. Go on. And I've Gajira. got Boiler Maker by Royal Blood. Sorry, I love Royal Blood. Sorry, end of message. Gojira. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, yes. Gojira have just absolutely killed it yet again. I cannot wait to hear their album. Mm. Um, so, yeah, check out their latest release. What were you going to say, Yasmin? Uh, Pink Shift, which are a really small band, but they're growing. They've been growing in the scene. They released an uh, EP. I can't pronounce it. I think it's Saccharine. Sacre bleu. Um, oh, saccharin. Saccharin, mm. whatever the hell it's called. Um, it's great, and I love it. That 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 EP slaps. It's good. <laughs> so another band that have dropped an album, uh, have dropped a single, is Garbage. They're back. Oh, and really? I wow. don't know. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, especially like Gen Zs and younger millennials, Garbage won't mean anything. But for Gen Xs, the people who are just that little bit older and will remember Skunk and Nancy, will remember Garbage and Hole, that is super exciting. So a brand new single from Garbage to check out as well. That's cool. So that's it for what's been going on in the in the haps, in the news. Um, and that's it for this week. I'm going to go try and figure out why my dog's growling at the air, which is always <laughs> unnerving because I'm like, what the fuck? That should be is a there band a ghost? name, Growling at the Air. I'm growling at the Air. We're growling in the air! Woo! Get the fuck out! Yeah, great. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it for news. We've got more episodes coming your way. We've got some really fun ones. We've got a Warp Tour one on the way. Um, we also want more of you. We've been getting lots of um, messages coming in from guys because we want to do an episode where we hype up the dudes mm-hmm. because we feel like they don't get enough love a lot of the time. Like everyone's ragging on them at the moment, including tramp stamps. Yeah. So we <laughs> want to give you some love because I know everyone who listens to this is an ally and so we want to acknowledge the fact that you're allies that you're listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. so tell us your insecurities you can do it anonymously um uh we wear black pod at gmail.com or we wear black pod or twitter or instagram and just tell us be completely open whether you want to talk about penis size body shape um body hair like what it's like dating on Mm. dating apps when you're a bloke because and not an asshole and and well you know just tell us what yeah. you go through um because we want to talk about it and we want to hype you up so send that in mm-hmm. um so words of wisdom this week uh, oh god words fuck. of wisdom this week is um mine is vinyl is back in and tapes are back in for some weird weird reason um but my word of wisdom is don't buy tapes don't buy no. cassette tapes because uh, shut up oh, yes, don't, 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 start. don't, don't, don't buy cassette start. tapes they were shit then and they're, they're shit, shit now. now just get yourself some vinyl or a cd do whatever the hell you want <laughs> mine my my words of wisdom are listen to Beartooth. that's it <laughs> and don't let people tell you that you talk about them too much because they're great my words of wisdom are actually you know what i'm gonna be nice yasmin it's nice to be so obsessed with a band that it just makes your friends want to gouge their eyes out <laughs> i'm okay, okay. With that. <laughs> excellent that's it for this week um if you want to follow us it's at we wear black pod on instagram Ooh. and twitter and if you want to follow me it's at i am sophie k on instagram and twitter and at i am sophie kx on tiktok Woo. Mine is uh, at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok. 
Mine is at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter. I've done my first good tweet today, guys. It's got about 450 likes. I know Ooh. it's normal for Yasmin, but this is a big deal for me. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, my TikTok is at Alex Plays Punk, but you probably won't look at it because I'm not going to post anything. But do feel free to give me some attention. Thank you very much. And that's it for this week. We wear blue. <laughs>